Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, brothers and sisters. How can any one of you with a case against another dare to bring it to the unjust for judgment instead of to the holy ones? Do you not know that the holy ones will judge the world? If the world is to be judged by you, are you unqualified for the lowest law courts? Do you not know that we will judge angels? Then why not everyday matters? If therefore you have courts for everyday matters, do you see it as judges, people of no standing in the church? I say this to shame you. Can it be that there is not one among you wise enough to be able to settle a case between brothers, but rather brother goes to court against brother, and that before unbelievers? Now indeed, then it is in any case a failure on your part that you have lawsuits against one another. Why not rather put up with injustice? Why not rather let yourselves be cheated? Instead, you inflict injustice and cheat, and this to brothers. Do you not know that the unjust will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor boy prostitutes, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor robbers, will inherit the kingdom of God. That is what some of you used to be. But now you have had yourselves washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. The word of the Lord. The Lord takes delight in his people. Sing to the Lord a new song of praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in their maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name in the festive dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord loves his people, and he adorns the lowly with victory. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy upon their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats. This is the glory of all his faithful. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. When day came, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called a zealot, and Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a stretch of level ground. A great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And even those who were tormented by unclean spirits were cured. Everyone in the crowd sought to touch him because power came forth from him and healed them all. The Gospel of the Lord. How can any one of you with a case against another dare to bring it to the unjust for judgment instead of to the holy ones? St. Paul was flabbergasted 
You see all that talk about loving your neighbor as yourself and conversion. That was all quite useless when people in Corinth noticed that the Christians there were suing each other. Wasn't there anyone among the Christians in Corinth who had the brains to judge internal affairs, Paul asked? He also asked, if not, why not, your, why not just let yourselves be cheated? Instead, the new Christians in Corinth cheated each other and inflicted injustice. Paul warned them not to be deceived. Those who acted in such fashion would not inherit the kingdom. Geographically, the city of Corinth was an isthmus in southern Greece. An isthmus is a narrow strip of land with two oceans on each side. Ships would dock at one port, empty their cargo, and have it carried through Corinth, and then it was put on another ship. East truly met West in this strategic and wealthy Roman city, which had not one, but two ports. Two ports meant Corinth had twice as many sailors running all over town. Corinth also had two deities, the god Money and the goddess Lust. The huge pagan temple in Corinth featured ritual prostitution. So the sailors and traders and merchants could go, quote-unquote, worship at the temple when they were in town. Quote, lust and license prevailed everywhere, not only unbridled, but ostentatious. It had influence on the language, too. For the Greeks had coined the verb to Corinthize, and the epithet Corinthian girl to denote the kind of life lived there and its devotee. There was also the phrase Corinthian sickness to indicate the physiological consequences of that life. How dare Paul of Tarsus come to Corinth and try to ruin all the fun? Paul entered this Corinthian den of iniquity and started preaching, blessed are the poor and blessed are the clean of heart. Now, people engulfed in sin do not really care to hear things like that. And that kind of preaching would not win Paul too many friends in high places. You see, just like today, there was a lot of money to be made in Corinth in the area of vice. What the people in Corinth did not understand, however, was that Paul had been a Pharisee, a man formerly zealous for the Jewish law. Now he was zealous for Christ and him crucified. There was no stopping St. Paul. He feared nothing but God. Paul's zeal then got the church started on the narrow isthmus of Corinth. And a narrow strip of light had started shining in the darkness there. But the light was in danger of going out. Thus Paul's urgent letter to the Corinthians. How dare St. Paul? And how dare us? We who live in a land where lust and license prevail everywhere. Some of us, like the Corinthians, are former pagans. But now we've had ourselves washed and sanctified and justified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We then will not be deceived. We will fear nothing but God. And by God's grace, 
we will inherit the kingdom. <laughs>